Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. Dr. Stephanie Fine here with Weight Loss for Fertility. I'm so happy you're here. Today, we're going to ask, have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever felt stuck? In weight loss, we call that a stall or a plateau. And that's the physical manifestation of feeling stuck. And you can see that on the scale, the scale's not moving. But of course, there are many reasons that the scale would not be moving, especially when you're trying to get pregnant. And especially, especially with fertility treatments, but that's for another day. So we're not talking about that. What we are talking about is the feeling of stuck stuck in weight loss, specifically when you're having trouble with the behavior that you're wanting to change. Okay, that kind of stuck, that feeling of stuck, like wanting to stop overeating at dinner, or wanting to stop driving through Starbucks in the morning, or snacking after lunch or dinner, or adding something to your morning like meditation or movement. When you're trying to do those things, you want to do them, you've decided that those are a good idea for you, and you think that it would really help your weight loss, which by the way, a lot of those things would, and you're trying, but it's not happening. What we want to do first is watch our brains. Have you noticed that's a theme? Watching our brains is almost always the starting point, always, because awareness is key. We have to be aware. We can't do anything if we don't know. And so we have to see what's going on in our brain. And it's so interesting because with behaviors, we don't often stop to think and break it down that behaviors come from feelings, which come from thoughts, thoughts, feelings, behaviors. We just think we're telling ourselves to do something and then not doing it. And it just gets to be a confusing mess, but it's really not a confusing mess. We can go back. We can find out. So when we're watching our brain, so we're trying a behavior and it's not happening, so we're going to watch our brains. And the thing that I want you to look out for is how we talk to ourselves. That's really an important clue to what's going on. And we're going to mine it for gold. We are, that's what we're going to do. Okay. So we're going to be aware, we're going to notice, and then we're going to look into it and see what it can tell us. Many of us, what we'll notice is that we berate ourselves. We even call ourselves names in an attempt to sort of shame or force our way into change because that's the only way we've known to do it before. It feels like that works, but it does not. I've talked about this before, but criticizing ourselves only leaves us feeling worse. And then we need comfort from that part of it, not even the original issue, but but because we sort of, and if we're still working on our library of coping mechanisms, then when we feel bad, the main one we go to is eating. And so you see that cycle, right? So we shoot for behavior. It doesn't quite happen. We beat ourselves up. Now we feel terrible. And then we eat over it. So it's this terrible, terrible cycle that we set up for ourselves. Now, you may have been listening to this podcast long enough to know that beating yourself up does not work. I will say that till the end of time. And if that's starting to sink in, then you're amazing. Good for you. It's such an important concept. You're so awesome that you're working with it. It's counterintuitive sometimes, so it can be challenging to fit in, but yay, if you considered it. (laughs) Awesome. So if we're remembering, oh, I'm not going to beat myself up, we sometimes fall into this lighter version where we're not like 
berating ourselves anymore, which is amazing. But we, we're still not quite feeling great either in the way that we're talking to ourselves. And it might look like asking yourself questions, but they're rhetorical questions like, why did you do that again? Or how come you keep doing that? You know you didn't want to overeat today. Why can't you follow through? What is your problem? The thing is, those rhetorical questions are the thing that is keeping us stuck. You could hear it in the way that I was saying it, is they're not the kindest. They're not, they're not calling us names, so it could be a huge step forward. But it's also a fine-tuning that there's definitely a... And when we have those rhetorical questions, they just roll around in our head. We don't answer it, right? It's not quite beating ourselves up, but it's also not the kindest. So it's like it could be a step in between, which is amazing because that's going forward. But we're ready. Once we notice it, we can move ourselves past it. So the quick and easy fix to this, to these questions that sort of go unanswered in our brain, is to answer the questions. That is the magic answer to this answer the questions. What's so radical about the idea of answering these questions is that they seem like questions no one would answer, right? What is your problem does not usually mean that someone wanted you to answer that question, but we can answer them. And your brain will love having an answer because when it asks a question, it actually wants an answer. And if you don't give it one, it will come up with its own. So We want to, as always, be conscious of the way that we're thinking and deciding. And so we want to consciously answer the questions. We're going to sort of take back the control from our brain. That's always what we're doing when we make decisions. We're not letting our habit brain sort of run off course with it. We are watching our brain, deciding what to do, and going forward with that. When we just let our brain answer the question, like we don't direct it, then usually the answers are not that great. It's something like, because you're lazy, or you've always done it like that, or change is too hard for me, or you'll never do it. And that may be the unconscious answer to those questions that are are becoming conscious to you. And you can see that that loop is the one that keeps us stuck, right? Because those kinds of answers, like you'll never do it or that sort of thing, keep us in a low-grade despair and hopelessness even if they're unconscious. So first we like to make them conscious and we do that just by paying attention. But then if if those are the answers we're letting our brains give, then we just have this sort of low-grade despair hopelessness. And you know what? That to me feels the same as stuck. Stuck or low-grade despair and hopelessness do not lead to any productive action, right? Usually it's just sort of confusion. It just feels yucky and sort of drains our energy. That's how I feel with stuck. Stuck feels... I was going to say, stuck feels stuck. I really feel like physically unmoving when I think of how stuck feels. And it's draining and it's, yeah, like low-grade despair. So we want to get out of that. We don't want to have ourselves stay in that energy because we don't move forward with it. Instead, we can get good information from our behaviors, all of them. And that's always what we want, right? When we get information then we can make decisions, we can experiment, we can try, we can move forward. That is how it's done. Literally, there's no other way. We always have to come up with something, a hypothesis, try something, see if it works, great. If it doesn't, we move on. 
We can learn from each and every action we take, even and especially the ones we're not happy with or that miss the mark. We can get the most information from those. So we start by noticing the questions that our brain's offering us and then answering the questions thoughtfully, even if it's like one of those questions like, what's your problem? We are answering those questions. Why can't I do this? We need to answer those questions. So why did you do that again? Becomes, well, I noticed I was later home from work and I was too hungry for dinner and that's why I had a harder time stopping at enough. Boom, there you have a hypothesis to work with. Instead of despair and sort of blaming and all that confusion in your head, you have an action plan. Like, oh, maybe I can bring a snack to have on my way home from work in case I'm too late. Doesn't that feel so much better? Like you literally have a plan <laughs> from the question that was in your head. The, another example is how come you keep doing that becomes, I feel rushed in the morning, so going to Starbucks seems like a good idea. But if I think about it, it actually takes longer to drive through than to make coffee at home. There you have a great solution. Something to try. Amazing. You know you didn't want to overeat today. Why can't you follow through? Becomes, if I keep the crackers out, I notice I go for them every time I wander into the kitchen. And I only wander in there when, when I want a break from the computer. So maybe I can head outside and take a deep breath instead. Yes. OMG. See, if we just stop and don't answer the questions or let our habit brain answer those questions, we stay stuck. And sort of bummed about crackers and I can't do it and this is hard and all that stuff. Instead, now we're like, oh, why don't I follow through? I know because the crackers are always calling my name. I know because my computer, I, I need a break. That's such a great reason. That, that, that makes so much sense. And we don't get that information. We can't have that insight into ourselves and our behavior if we don't answer the questions. So what is your problem becomes... Well, I'm too tired to wake up any earlier in the morning to get that meditation in. I suppose I could try going to bed a little earlier. Maybe keeping my phone in the den would help me. I mean, isn't that, that is so much better than what is your problem? You, the answer is you just can't do it. No, it's not. The answer is let's find out what the problem is. There is a problem here because I want to do something and I'm not doing it. That doesn't, that isn't an invitation for me to beat myself up and just have despair and think I'm a loser. It's time to have questions answered. It's time to ask really good questions. So, you know, what is your problem to me? Not a high quality question, but if we take it seriously and answer it, we can get really good information. If you start to ask, and this may happen when it's going through your brain that you're looking for the questions, that you may be able to ask better questions next time. So if you overeat at dinner, you could say, oh, you know what? I wonder what it was. I remember I was hungry. Okay. So that snack didn't work. So which, what snack is going to work? Or I have to work on my hunger scale, or I'm going to have to eat earlier, or any number of things. You know your life, you're going to be in it. So now, not only are we going to answer the questions that aren't the best questions, but we find good answers for, we are going to start asking really good questions. Because if we answer our own questions thoughtfully and without judgment, but genuine curiosity, we can get great answers that may actually solve the problem. And then we go from stuck to moving forward. That is so great. And 
as we're asking better questions, so the what is your problem question, you know, better than berating, we can start to ask the question like, oh, I wonder what went wrong is such a different question than what is your problem? The energy is different. I wonder what went wrong, just like that, is a legitimate question. I I do. I wonder what went wrong. And when we ask it and answer it, we have a plan to go forward. That's all we need for weight loss, my friends, a plan. And a plan to go forward has us going forward. The scale then moves because we keep tweaking and trying and doing. And remember, as we're tweaking and trying and doing, we're doing that all in a way that feels okay to us. So if we don't want to drive through Starbucks, we find a way that making coffee at home feels amazing. Not like a chore, not like a punishment, but something that feels really good, which is problem solve. Maybe there's a different coffee you can get. Maybe there's a French press instead of the, you know, Keurig. I I don't know. You'll know. You can think of the money you'll save. You can think of the time you'll save. There's so many ways to get our brain on board. Because remember, we're not doing things that feel restrictive, depriving, or anything like that because they don't last all the time, right? Forever, which is the key, right? We want this to be able, this meaning weight loss, to last you forever. These skills to last you forever. And of course, this skill of answering all the questions your brain poses is amazing. This skill will take you far in everything. Can you see that? It's so great. And this is why I love working with weight loss. It definitely works for weight loss, but it also works for time management, for relationships. Why do I always yell at this? Why does this trigger me? When we ask those questions, we give our brain something to look for. Our brain is trying to be helpful at all times. That's its job. Its job is to look for answers. So if we give it a good question, we'll get a good answer. And what we're doing, we're a little sneaky by, it's not asking a good question by what is your problem, but we're making it a good question by giving a quality answer to it. And then we can train our brain to ask good questions and therefore more easily get really good answers. And as you do this process, you'll start to see it working. And then it, and then it just becomes fun to ask the questions like, oh, I'm a detective. Why, oh, I wonder why I did that. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, look at that I caught. And then it's just curiosity and trying and getting results. And that's always what we're looking for, right? Getting the things we want. We want them for a reason. And we're going to use our energy to get them in a way that feels good and lasts forever. So this week, your assignment is to answer all of the questions posed by your brain, okay? (laughs) Then let me know what you discover. I would so love to know. Reach out to me on Instagram at stephaniefinemd or my website, stephaniefinemd.com. I'm sending you so much love for a really fabulous week. Discover new fantastic things about yourself. Try things and weight loss guaranteed to come from that. Promise. If you follow, share, rate, and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.